Welcome, everyone. I want to start by telling you why this podcast exists. Here's the thing. If you get out of bed in the morning, you are impacting someone with your life. We are telling a story, and every day is like one chapter in that story. The time will come when there are no more chapters to write, and the people we care about and the people that come after us will simply be reading our book. I don't know about you, but I am not that great of a storyteller, so I have to find an outline to follow. The most amazing outline that I have found is the one that Jesus gave us with his life. This podcast is about talking to people using that outline to write their own amazing stories. Our podcast is produced by Be Fun, Be Kind Podcasts. If you would like to explore podcasting yourself, Check out BeFunBeCon.com to learn how to create impactful conversation through podcasting. That's also where you can learn more about our mission and even partner with us through our journey. You can find us at BeFunBeCon.com forward slash Jesus taught me that. We would also love if you would just share this podcast with someone. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are talking about entrepreneurship and building a business. And with us, we have Jacqueline Madison, founder and CEO of Beverly Hills Magazine. Jacqueline, welcome. It is great to have you on. I know you were calling in from California. How are you doing? How are things going? Hi, I am wonderful. Thank you. Yes, it is sunny and cool in California. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am looking forward to just chatting about your journey. I feel like you have just a really neat journey that you have been through. And Jacqueline, when we first connected, one of the things that I learned about you is your story of Christian entrepreneurship. You specifically wanted to pull that out in your story. And you started a media company and you have started it in a specific niche that is pretty hard to break into. You're sort of in the midst of Hollywood, and that is not an easy vertical to break into. And I would love to just understand why it was so important when we first connected for you to mention Christian entrepreneurship was so important that that was sort of one of the first things that you tell people about. So I'm just going to stop there. And if you would just sort of introduce us to your journey and maybe why that was so important for you. Sure. So I am an entrepreneur. I founded and started Beverly Hills Magazine from scratch. But I always have to give God the glory because I am a born-again Christian, and I had tried to start magazines prior to this global brand publication, and both of them failed. And so it wasn't until I actually surrendered to God and started seeking him and his guidance and instruction to make my dreams come true, that things actually started working. And, and, I, and I was getting the divine guidance and assistance from the Lord to make the right decisions and, and do the right things, really. And that's how I've been able to build a business with the right infrastructure, the right processes and systems to be successful and actually make money and, and allow me to give back and start my foundation, my charity. So, yeah, for me, it's very important. And I want to be able to encourage my other brothers and sisters in Christ who believe, who who maybe don't yet have the close relationship that I have with the Lord. A lot of us 
and even before, I always believed in God. I believed in Jesus, but I wasn't like walking with him. And it wasn't until I like lost everything and really humbled myself and realized that I need God because God's word says, humble yourself under the hand of the almighty and in due time, he will lift you up. And that's exactly what he did for me. And the other scripture is that he says, delight yourself in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. So obviously I wanted to do a magazine, but then he put it on my heart to look up Beverly Hills magazine. And I was, I had no money. I was living at my parents' house, like starting a global brand publication uh, was an impossible dream. But I live by scripture, Matthew 19, 26, with God, all things are possible. And ever since I surrendered to the Lord and he started guiding me, I just haven't looked back. I just seek him every day through prayer and I fast, you know, that's a regular part of my lifestyle. And he's faithful to continue to give me prophetic dreams and kind of words of wisdom and, and knowledge to know how to keep moving forward and making my dreams come true. Because, you know, I say God's will for you is your dream life, you guys, because he put unique gifts and talents in each and every one of us. When we go to him and surrender to his will, he guides us and leads us to use them, which is our dreams come true. So that's why I really just want to encourage others. Absolutely. And I tell you, we all need some encouragement, right? It's a crazy world out there. We all need as much encouragement as we can get. I appreciate that. And I think, honestly, that is where we grow the most is when we are in a period of need. When we have gone through a time in our life that is just really tough and we realize that we don't have it all figured out, that whatever our model is, whatever we are following has just not worked out super well, that we need another model to follow, that we need to look to something else to get us outside of the situation or the environment that we are currently in. I think that rings true to so, so many people. And I think that's is a really powerful example. Well, okay. So God's word tells us that the small G God of this world is the devil, right? And the whole world is under the sway of the devil. And this world, the culture tells you, follow your heart, follow your heart. But actually, how many times have you followed your heart into disappointment, into disaster, into some form of destruction in your life, right? But God's word tells us that the heart is deceitful above all things. How can you know it? God's word also tells us that it's not actually within man to direct his own life. So God flat out tells us that we actually don't have the ability or the innate wisdom to correctly guide our lives or direct our own lives on the right path to do the right thing. Okay. So if we, if we truly can humble ourselves enough, really to believe God and go to him, a whole realm of supernatural possibility opens up to you, to what God can do in your life with a humble heart, with a surrendered soul. And really, I'm just an ordinary girl living an extraordinary life because I submitted to God, because I, I seek him and I obey him. He literally tells me what to do, you guys. Like, God is real. And when you, when you go to him and you're sincerely seeking his will for your life, he will help you. He'll guide you and lead you. And he, what else is amazing about the Lord is he supernaturally always brought the right people at the right time to progress me along. 
And God's will for us is wholeness and prosperity. And prosperity isn't money in the bank. That's the world's idea of prosperity. Prosperity is a progressive trajectory of growth in every facet of our lives. That's emotionally. So wholeness, stability, mental clarity, wellness. So emotionally, physically, so that's physical strength and energy, intellectually, financially, on every level, really. God wants us to go from strength to strength and glory to glory, and He is faithful. It's always been about relationship with God. Even in the Garden of Eden, He walked with Adam and Eve. That was always what He wants with us. He created us to be His companion, but it's sin separates us from Him because He's holy. That's why he's, He wants us to be holy. And holy isn't like, oh, I have to go stand at the, at the front of a church and preach to the congregation, but it's about purifying ourselves and living according to his word and and kind of separating from the defiled ways of the world you know that's all about sex drugs and rock and roll that's the world god's about peace righteousness and joy in the holy spirit being born again and living a, a, a supernatural life walking in our divine nature with god yeah you said a second ago you said that knowing the right path is really not within us. And man, that rings so true to me. If we look at some of the situations in our life where we have really tried to sort of use our own plan, if you will, and how often does it maybe seem like it's going right for a while? God says, don't lean on your understanding. Acknowledge right. me in all your ways and I will direct your path. Yeah. But God's word is true. He's not a man. He doesn't lie. It's our sin nature, you know, that has a propensity to lie and be deceitful and all those things. And, and God helps to purify us of that nature. So and that's just another benefit of walking with the Lord is is being and being holy and pure is we we really get to become more like God, our father, and, and to know his ways of righteousness and goodness and and all those things and apply them in our business, you see, because that's when the blessing of God comes upon us, you know, when we are keeping his commandments and we're doing his will and, and his will again is your dream life, you guys. Like imagine if your hearts, all your heart's desires were fulfilled, not only in business, in your relationships and where you live. Like I'm in Beverly Hills. God set me up in Beverly Hills. Like I didn't even have to pay to live here. Like I'm telling you a supernatural setup. God is a miracle worker. And he, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and, and forever. He is a God of miracles and he wants to work miracles in your life. But we have to have the faith. You see, the devil has been working overtime to keep us in a place of fear right now. Oh, I can't go out. Oh, I can't do anything. Oh, the world's falling apart. No, 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 no. We are children of God. We live under the canopy of the kingdom of heaven, you see, where all things are possible because our God is sovereign over this world, you see? So we have to walk by faith and God marries our faith and can manifest our greatest heart's desires, even in the midst of uncertainty, because he's the one thing that is true. He's the rock. Yes, definitely. And so I want to dive into how that has sort of manifested itself specifically into your life and into your journey. And there's something that you talk about or that you've mentioned before, and that is focus and action. And I want to spend a good amount of time talking about that a little bit later, but I want to just understand how that started in your process, right? How that got you to where it is, because you mentioned a second ago, 
that if you're using the model of, of Christ, of Jesus to follow, that things will just sort of show up. And I think sometimes we can look at that and just sit back and, and wait for things to happen. Like sometimes that can be interpreted that way, but that is not your story. Your story is very much full of action and focus and planning. <laughs> and so I, I, if you would dive into that side of it just for a bit. So hard work is a tremendous component of, of making your dreams come true. Even God's word says that dreams come through the multitude of business. So in other words, through a lot of work. Okay. And keep in mind, God is the CEO of the universe. You know, when I go to him in prayer and I close my bedroom door and I, I go to my secret place or my, my, my prayer room, prayer closet, I'm meeting with the, the king of the, the universe, the CEO of the universe. He manages everything. He said that stars, the moon, the seasons in perfect working order. Okay. Nothing is out of place. So when he guides you and gives you wisdom and understanding to apply to your business, your personal life, your family life, whatever, it's going to be extremely structured, organized, systemized, and with repetitious patterns because that's how God works. And for the first few years of my business, implementing the strategies God was giving me to build the business infrastructure, which is the systems and processes that need to be put in place, I felt almost robotic because it was so repetitive. But that's what's necessary. There's got to be a consistency in action and behavior in in your systems and processes that you establish as the framework of your business. Like any architectural design, you want to build a home, you've got to come up with the blueprint. So that's why a very comprehensive business plan is required. You know, God gave me the vision of what I could create, right? The possibility of, of what the business could be. But then I had to put pen to paper. I had to do research. I had to understand what it was I was setting out to build and create. I had to understand. So that was work in itself. That was intellectual, mental work, as well as physical work. And then I actually had to write the articles, build the blog. I had to implement all the search engine optimization or SEO internet marketing strategies within all the articles and all these things I had to learn. But we're students of life and earth is God's school for us all. And, and, you know, even when we get to heaven, we're, there, there's endless wisdom and knowledge and creativity for us to play with forever. So it's a wonderful journey of uh, evolution of self and of getting to know God and of using your gifts and talents because writing is one of mine. But the thing is, when when the vision you get from God, when you go to him in prayer, he'll give you he'll like drop it in your spirit and it'll be like a light bulb goes off in your mind. And all of a sudden you'll have, you'll see like in your mind's eye. It, like a video, like a film playing in your mind's eye, because that's how God speaks to us through uh, spiritual projections. You can see the future. And so he'll, he'll download it to you in that way. And so you have the vision and God's word says, without a vision, people cast off restraint. In other words, people get lost. They don't know what to do. So God, we must go to the Lord and ask for his will for your life. See, God says you have not because you ask not. You see, so we must we must go to God, our father and ask him, Lord, give me wisdom, give, give me guidance, lead me on the path of my destiny, of my purpose, of your will for my life. I want to use the gifts and talents you gave me. So to quickly bottom line, the answer to the question is that hard work is absolutely necessary. But when you're doing what God has created you to do, 
and and sent you to earth to do and create and build, it's a true joy and pleasure. Well, you were very intentional about what you were doing as well. I mean, everything that you just described to me just now was built with intention. You couldn't have accomplished what you have accomplished without intention. And I love making the connection between living an intentional life and just the path and the message that Jesus gave us in living an intentional life. Because if you look at his life, everything, literally everything that we know about him is a life of intention. If you look how the how he developed the relationships with his disciples, the message that he created, almost every aspect of, of his life, including his death, was all based on 100% intention. And as I look at my experiences, sometimes I do really great and I'm very intentional about things, but a lot of times, a lot of times I'm lacking that. And th those are usually the areas of my life that, that you don't see prosperous when you're not doing something that's intentional. And so I love what you just said. Yeah. Because you know, of that. My, and I, I, I agree with you and, and the Lord at times when I was getting a little bit uncertain in my own self, he would always bring me back to you know, your intentions your intentions. And you know, my core intention, and I think our core intention should be to fulfill God's will for our lives, because that is when we can walk in our destiny and fulfill our purpose. Because God had an intention when he sent each and every one of our spirits into the earth. He says, I knit you together in your mother's womb, and I knew you before I sent you, you see. So there is a predestined life plan for each and every one of us. There's free will and there's God's will, but God gives us the choice. You can go run off, play in the world and do whatever you want. You have the same buffet of beliefs to choose from. But if you come to me, the Lord says, and if you seek me in all your ways, I'll direct your path and I'll lead you in righteous paths for my name's sake, because God's will for your life is to prosper you, bless you and protect you and fulfill his purpose for your life. You see? So it's for your blessing and the blessing of others. And so when he started guiding me into my destiny, not only did he give me my, my dream job, you know, which is even better now because I'm actually moving into producing television shows. I'm going to star in my own show about my life. I've written a scripted television show based on my life as editor-in-chief. So let me tell you something. With the Lord, it just gets better and better. But he also told me to start the God Foundation, which is a global Judeo-Christian outreach charitable ministry. And I've been funding it myself. I don't take one cent of any donation that comes in. A hundred percent of the dona donations go directly to the orphanages and the other ministries that we support in Pakistan and in India and in Uganda. Oh my gosh, Sierra Leone. Just You can find the link on my website, but that's what I mean. So God will give you the desires of your heart, but he'll also align it with a purpose that is for the good of uh, or the greater good of all, because that's God's heart. Not, you know, for everybody. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like I've heard, let me see if I can get this saying right that I've heard before. Your purpose in life is sort of a combination or maybe the intersection between something that you really enjoy, that you're really passionate about, and that you are also really good about. I feel like, I don't know where I heard that originally at, but that reminds me of what you just said just then. I, I think it's that's so true. You know, and I say, like, what would you do if you could just 
do whatever you wanted and like make all the money in the world and do it always. That's one thing, like look to that desire. What would that be? Or the other is look to your childhood. What did you want to be when you grew up and what did you love doing and, and were naturally good at as a child? Those will, if, if you don't know yet what your purpose, that'll give you some clues to what God put in you and yeah. what you should be pursuing and doing with yourself and with your life. And then God will meet you there. But go to him in prayer, you know, seek him, seek him, seek a relationship and a friendship with Jesus. That's all he wants. He loves us, you guys. He's our best friend. So if you have, if you're not hanging out with your best friend every day, then you're missing out because he's the God of everything and he helps you make all your dreams come true. So <laughs> it's really just that simple. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. I mean, that could not have been better put. Jacqueline, I think this would be a missed opportunity if we didn't touch on this, you know, for the young ladies that are listening to this, that are driven, they want to pursue something similar to what you are doing, or they just want to pursue business. And they are following a similar model of of Christianity. What would you say? What would you say to that young lady right now that's trying to figure out how to jump in and start a business or maybe even just excel in their career. But I mean, you are all about entrepreneurship, so we can focus on that. But what would you say to that? Well, God's word tells us that the Lord is our maker and he's our husband, which means he's our provider and our protector. But this is for the bride of Christ. So men and women fall in sort of the bride, meaning we're the counterpart of God's heart is his love. Okay. But speaking to women, because this allows us to to look to the Lord as our comforter, as our provider, our protector, as everything, as our, our husband, our spiritual husband. And um, his will for us is only good things and to fulfill the plan and purpose he has for our lives. And the thing is, the devil likes to distract women with trying to seek a, a fleshly relationship. For so long, the devil had me caught up in wrong relationships and fleshly relationships that kept me in a, a kind of a ongoing circle of going nowhere. And it wasn't until I actually committed and submitted to the Lord that he got me out of those cycles and patterns that were keeping me away from my destiny. And so I also am trusting the Lord for the right life partner and all, again, everything, the wisdom, guidance, provision, protection, and the partner. So as a woman, a young girl, whatever, I just want to encourage you that Everything you need and everything you could ever want or desire is found in your relationship with the Lord because he loves you more than anyone ever could. And he's the one who has the power to give you the desires of your heart, whatever that is for you. So seek your relationship with the Lord above all things and everything else will be added to you. And it's so true. Yeah, that is that is a. Very well said. Again, that is a great illustration. And I think that's true for everyone. You know, I think we directed that towards yeah, women. Men but, men, women, but you're yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that is something that we could we could reverse and maybe just change a couple things in there. And well, it applies you know, the, to them too, you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about our relationship with God and, and the Lord. And from yeah. there, our dream lives can come true. You know, you mentioned relationship development in what you just said, and well, I think it's a huge part of our life in general, right? I mean, relationship development and and, and getting good and and getting better and 
growing in how we go about building relationships, but I think it is particularly important in building a business, right? Because you're building relationships with the people around you. You you either develop strong connections that you can do business with people through, or you're not going to succeed as a business, I would well, imagine, right? I mean, I hear what you're saying. I actually kind of would differentiate them because I think our personal lives are our personal lives and we are more emotional there. We go a little deeper in our interactions and our communications, whether it's with our spouse or our family members and things like that. Business relationships, particularly with customers or clients, tend to be a little bit more transactional, a little bit more objective. But either way, yes, what you're saying is true. Like God does help us with our relationship developments and how to properly navigate the, the dynamics of, of both facets, you know, to be effective and be successful. And that's why the Holy Spirit, the Lord is called the the counselor. <laughs> I mean, he literally helps us address our emotional issues, our depression, our anger management, our, our, you know, all these sort of inner workings of the ocean of emotion we have in ourselves that even we can't make sense of. But th this is what God does for me. He gives me dreams and he gives me revelation on myself. He literally tells me what's going on within me so I can reflect, I can make changes, and I can adjust, and I can grow. And God wants this counseling relationship with each and every one of us so that we can, his will for us is wholeness, to bring us to a place of maturation in who he created and destined us to be, so that then we can also become the person to fill the shoes and walk in the the, the destiny uh, he gave to us. We have to grow and become that person. It's a personal evolution of self. Yeah, I think that is true. Definitely think that's true. Let, let me maybe ask it this way and just to get your input on this. So you made a distinction between the two, between personal and between personal relationships. Yeah, professional relationships and personal relationships. Do you think that the actual process that you would go through in developing those are different? Or do you think personal relationships just go through that same process, but just continue to go deeper? Do you think the initial process, the same skill sets, the same talents, the same gifts that you would use to develop relationships, generally speaking, are the same in, in both? Would you say that? Yeah, I think that, you know, once the Lord teaches you how to be a certain way, how to communicate a certain way, how to understand people in a certain way, how to look at circumstances in a certain light, that can be applied to any any relationship, yes, professional or personal. What's, what's so amazing about the Lord is He actually will open my understanding and reveal to me the intentions of somebody's heart, whether in business or personal life. So I know whether or not they're deceiving me or whether or not they're they're truly loyal or I know what in other words I know what their intentions are okay so God has this power to do this and so he's opened my mind and it's actually been shocking sometimes because he's revealed the intentions of my family members to me and I was disappointed to say the least but it's a wonderful asset to have when the Lord does this for you because now you're not blind now you know who to fire who to hire who not to answer their messages or pick up their call. You know what I mean? This is how God protects us, you guys. He gives us revelation into the intentions of those around us. So we know whether they're an enemy or a friend. 
because God's word tells us he protects us from our, protects us from enemies. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So what would you say would be the best relationship skill that you've developed in through your business that has made you successful in what you have done in your particular niche and your particular vertical? Is, is there something that just jumps out and says this this one implementation of this characteristic has changed my life? Well, I read a book, which was very interesting, and I, I think uh, it's worth mentioning. It's called The Speed of Trust. Okay, so that's one I definitely recommend. Of course, first and foremost is the Holy Bible. The second book is called um, the, oh gosh, what is it? How can I forget? Right? No, it's the Prosperity Bible, and it's got, it's a collection of about 12 different spiritual success, success books written by uh, very well-known, and most of them are Christian authors, actually. So that's, the, and then third, of many on the list is speed of trust. But that applies because open and honest and direct communication has been that the main skill that makes my personal relationships or professional relationships stronger. Being very transparent. I'm a wear my heart on my sleeve kind of gal. And I think it's that openness and vulnerability that is attractive. There's not a lot of that. People are usually doggy dog. They're, you know, for the, out for themselves. And they always, they, there's hidden agendas, underlying motives. And that's, that can be sensed. We innately can get a feeling of distrust and, and that, isn't going is not conducive to a a healthy loving win-win relationship whether in personal or professional environments so i apply that to all my to my whole life is just to be open and honest and direct and transparent and that definitely goes a long way yeah no definitely i think vulnerability is a huge skill set and i don't know why it seems like sometimes we try to view vulnerability as a weakness because it is definitely not and maybe not everyone does but definitely some people view vulnerability as a weak point in their life and so they avoid it but it is so so powerful when you're around people that are vulnerable you know yeah, so powerful absolutely. and i think it's synonymous with humility and I say humility is the key that unlocks all doors, especially in God's kingdom. And that's why, you know, to Jesus, you know, humility is one of the highest virtues. You know, that's why God says, humble yourself under my hand and I'll lift you up. And God gives grace to the humble. And part of that is being willing to be totally honest and vulnerable yeah. with your feelings and thoughts, even if they may at times be offensive or whatever. But at least you're getting to the point, you're getting to the heart of the matter, and you, you've got to be comfortable with your emotions and expressing them, whatever they are, because that's what being vulnerable is. Yeah, absolutely. It really is such a great skill set to have. If mm -hmm. you don't have it, I mean, you can develop it. We should develop it, but such a powerful thing to have. Jacqueline, I know we have got another episode with you, and we're going to dive even a little bit deeper into some of your experiences and some of your story. And so looking forward to that, but this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, it's been an honor. God bless you, and thank you, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thanks for joining us in this series as we explore more about who Jesus is. So much in our society has been influenced by his life in some way. Something I think about is that if I wanted to be the best painter I could possibly be, 
I would probably find the best painter in history to pattern after, maybe Leonardo da Vinci. If I wanted to create a really cool computer company, I would probably follow Steve Jobs. Plus, I don't know, apples are my favorite fruit, so that sort of makes sense. If I wanted to live the best life I possibly could, not just a good life, not even just a great life, but the best life, I would try to find someone who lived life perfectly. The only person I know of who has done that is Jesus. If you heard something today you're curious about, you have questions on, or you simply want to learn how to apply the message that Jesus gave us to your own life, I invite you to reach out. You can contact us just by going to our page at befundbecon.com forward slash Jesus taught me that. I'll see you on the next episode.